and welcome back to another episode of the Non-Expert Guide to African TV and Film. Before we go on, don't forget to subscribe. Yep, that's the notification bell down there. All right, let's jump right in. Do we have to celebrate every anniversary with the same old love story every year? Yeah. When did our lives become so complicated? Growing up sucks. When's the last time any of you prayed? Why are we in debt? I realize how much I've messed up, and I swear to you, I will fix it on my life. You're about Nigerian? I can find you work. A brand new car, accommodation, and salary advance of up to $150,000. He's a little perfect, isn't he? Didi, there is no such thing as a perfect man. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Non-Expert Guide to African TV and Film. Again, I am Lola Okutami and I have my two other non-experts here with me. Ibiemi Oshinaike. Hello, hello everyone. Good to be here. Let's talk film. And Tolu Orekoya. Hi from another day in Laos. Let's talk. All right, let's jump right in. So today we're talking about the perfect picture 10 years later. So it's a sequel. The original was released, I believe, in 2009. Um, it, this particular um, one, 10 years later, was released in December 2019. Um, and it was just, just came out on Netflix um, recently. Director is Shirley Antolou. You have to help me from your Ghana experience with the pronunciation of her name. Shirley Frimpong Mansa. Frimpong, yeah, that's perfect. Frimpong, okay. Frimpong Manso. And it stars the people that we know and love. Jackie Appiah, Lydia Forston, Richard Mufedamejo, Chris Atto, Gideon Okeke, John DeMello. I mean, the list goes on and on. So um, from flawed husbands to shaky finances, new complications test a closed circle of friends who must lean on one another. I mean, that's the most succinct, succinct? How do you say that word? Um, succinct. Um, synopsis, summary, logline from any of the, I think any of the films that we've, um, we've uh, discussed. Maybe Atlantics was, was also like that. But yeah. And sometimes it's, I, I think that tells you something about the film when you can be simple like that in one line. Yeah. Totally, you want to go first? So, I found it. Okay, so, okay. Um, it was, I think it was an interesting exploration of what it means to be a 20th century African woman. What I liked about the film is that they, they certainly didn't take, and they took a lot of risk in exploring certain topics when it comes to women, their sexuality within and outside of the bonds of marriage. Um, and, you know, conversations that we need to have as women as people in in romantic entanglements, a new word that we are like exploring these days, um, and the, the, the sometimes lopsided effect that some of these um, um, uh, choices that we make affect lives. And so I think I think they did a really great job in addressing some of these issues. But I think at like two hours plus, it's a long movie. So I think that was my. Um, but you're talking again about three main characters. It's an ensemble cast, three main characters and their partners and really sort of exploring their lives, this slice of life movie. So I, 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 
I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I think it was interesting for me to watch because it was I it was a good um I think it was a good way to tackle women, 21st century African women and some of the things that they deal with deal with. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Yemi. Yeah. Plot, what did you think? Um there were lots of things going on. Um, you know, like you said, their um failed businesses or what was it? How do they describe the something husband? Yeah, flawed. it was interesting. Yeah, flawed, flawed husband. I don't know. It, it, I thought it was a bit cliche, the whole plot, um, or the different parts of it and the three stories. I thought it was a bit cliche. I thought it was a bit um, in your face. Um, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm saying that because I'm a guy, because yes, you know, as Tulu said, it was exploring um, the 21st century wife i suppose or partner in in relationships but for me i kind of in a sense the whole plot was like okay we've heard okay so he was hiding it okay he's a bad man you know that's 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 how i kind of felt throughout so interesting plot a bit cliched um yeah it, it didn't completely rock my boats but it was it was good yeah same here i just i felt like the plot wasn't super original um right but um but I liked it. I felt like it worked. Um, the filmmaker had a message to say, and she said it. You know, like she, you could, you knew what she was trying to tell us. It was there were no, it wasn't subtle at all. You know, <laughs> it worked. You know, but for me, it worked. I felt like the the, the title was perfect, picture perfect, right? That we humans we like to present ourselves a certain way to the world. Meanwhile, I mean, look at the opening, right? It opens on an on a anniversary party that this guy has thrown for his wife. And then immediately after we see that, oh, it's not well in Paradise, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I really like that. I like that. It really zoomed in or the, zoomed out on the, these couples and what was actually going on in their relationships. So yeah, two hours. Is, I, I'm a fan of slow burn movies, but at some point <laughs> it's just like, okay, burn you, otik you. Is enough. <laughs> yeah, check it. It's there for fire here, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah but, I, I, but it, it worked. The storytelling, though, there was a beginning, there was a middle, there was an end. They introduced the conflict in the beginning, and we saw them walk, work through it. And there was, you know, an end where it was a clear, this is how they ended. I totally doesn't agree. But they I worked. thought it worked. Hmm? They worked through it. Did they? Well, well, okay, yeah. So we can talk about that. I think one person worked through it. I, I don't think the others. I think the others were kind of might have been given an easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So themes. Let's talk about themes. Themes. Okay. okay. Themes. What what kinds of themes were you seeing? I saw, you know, don't be afraid to show yourself to the world. You know, gender, sex. Sex was a big thing. For me, I, I found it, it that it was an interesting exploration of, for instance, mis mismatched sexual appetites in couples. That's actually a fairly big deal. And we don't really, I don't think there's a lot of conversation that's had, that is had in public or in, I don't know, in private, but in public certainly yeah. about what happens when you have different sexual needs from your partner. I thought that was a very interesting topic for them to explore. I don't know whether they really, really sort of addressed that in a way that was healthy um but it was it was it was a good topic to to touch on I, they talked about infertility and marriages and the impact of pressure on families even within the the 
couple unit themselves, the pressure on each other to deliver, um, to literally deliver um, on that. I thought they talked about, I mean, um, Diddy and her, her, um, her love of kink. I, I didn't like the way they explored it because they made it seem that it was something but, that was an aspiration as opposed yes, to yes. a choice. But, I, I, but they touched upon it and they kept going back and forth between, yeah, it's an aberration, but it's something that you should be fine with anyway, but it's an aberration, but you should be fine with it. Um, but I like that. I was confused there as well, yeah. Yeah. And then who else? I mean, and then one of the important things about family and finances, when, you know, when you're a woman and you're, you leave the family finances to your husband and then he goes off the rails, but also like things like, you know, the conversation about how many children you want to have in a marriage where your wife wants. I don't know how many children and you're like, you know, I, I think, again, that wasn't really, it was touched upon, but it wasn't really explored. And I, and I like that some of these things were, were, were I mean, they, they, they weren't clean. Some of, a lot of it was, in fact, a lot of it was dirty in the sense that, you know, like it's very messed up that a lot of these conversations were not had um, prior to you getting into a relationship, mm. permanent one, because we, if you see managers permanent, like the number of children you're going to have is a very important one you should be having before, you know. I mean, I, your husband is fine with five. You want a sixth one. Where's the money coming from? But you're not interested in that conversation until, you know, he now, the, the whole relationship, sort of the whole money um, problems come start to happen. And then also I found it very interesting, um, a younger woman marrying an older man. That was a great sort of conversation I think they touched on. So yeah, I think they did a lot of things. They asked, they asked a lot of questions. I don't know if they answered them or even discussed them in a meaningful way that, that you know, didn't have such a path ending. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's, fine. she's fine with you marrying her, her your dad or uh, her dad. Anyway, you guys talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think, again, it felt like the, the writer went in there with an agenda and then just spoke her mind, which I suppose is, is one way. Um, but did it open up the conversation? Did they want to open up the conversation at all? I don't know. Um, so the themes for me, yeah, so um, mismatched sexual appetite, um, like you said, you know, like kinks, um, whether they're African or not, or whether um, a woman can have them versus a man. Um, they also explored the whole using a child as bait, not bait, or as you know, uh, mm. a tool mm -hmm. when there's a dispute in, in the marriage between a husband and a wife. I think it touched on a whole lot of things. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was bored. I was like, so, okay, so she can't have children. Oh, Okay, so he wants sex and he don't want to. Okay, we heard. Okay, the kink one, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But still, it was kind of like we heard. I don't, it wasn't, <laughs> there was nothing about it I, in my mind. It wasn't dealt with, um, the themes were not dealt with, um, with care or attention or even shock. I'm sure the whole kink one was supposed to be shocking, but it was more like, oh, really? 
I've heard, we've seen Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't really think there's anything you can do that can shock us. And the fact that it's, it's an African woman doing it, well, whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't, you're on mute, Tolu. I wasn't, I, there was nothing there that kind of made me go, wow, whoop. Just what I mean. So, but are you see? But you are coming from a place of exposure. So, for for the general audience, oh, I think comics would have been more shocking to them. Okay, so that so that's that's that that makes sense. But then, if we if you're talking about, but then they didn't approach it in a way to sort of explain what it is or the pleasure behind it, or you know, it was just kind of like, oh, and this thing happens, and yeah, women too can do it. So. If it's for people who, who think, okay, what's the big deal? Like me, I'll be bored. But then if it's for people who are new to this, um, then you haven't given them more information. It was more like, oh, really? Well, what's that about? It, you know, I just what I mean. I don't, I, don't think it was, I don't think there was any attention to the detail there. Um, yeah, that's, that's my I think, I think they, they treated, it, uh, again, this sort of dominatrix sort of relationship, dominatrix sub- um, relationship. I think they treated it as like an aberration, like a, like she had issues, and that's that's how she worked through her issues. But she doesn't have issues anymore. My question, and I so forgive me if I missed this because again, at some point, I, I think I tune out of this movie. She didn't have, didn't wasn't having great sex with her with her partner Sam, um, Sam right? Mm-hmm. She did was that. Did they what? Yeah, yeah at, at the oh, end. That. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They were resolved at the very last scene. So he comes rushing and saying, oh, I'm a freak too. And I was worried that you wouldn't be a freak. But now, but now that I've seen your video, we can be freaks together. Let's get freaky on the That's what that scene was about. We're just like, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daddy. This is your freakiness. Is it like, if I, I can even see through that. It's a lie. <laughs> I know. That was kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's they said spend so much time dwelling on these problems, not working through them. And then at the very last minute, oh, you're pregnant? Of course you're pregnant. Of course you're pregnant. I still love you anyways. The the guy that you've been sort of having an affair with, you're having an emotional affair with anyways, he's like, You're having a sixth child, which is an ex- extremely normal reaction for anybody to have. You're having a sixth child? Woman, mm, you're gonna have to like deal with that. <laughs> and she's like, okay, no. And to me, I don't think that was a proper resolution because that one was just like, look, I have five children, and my six is on the way. The money bags is not gonna be taking that one, so let me go back to. Man, <laughs> exactly. I, I I felt sad on Larry's behalf. I'm like, this is. You don't know why she really came back with Larry. I wanted to yell at the screen. Yeah. Yeah, because there was nothing that said until that point. There was nothing that said that, you know. I mean, she had one misgiving, but there was nothing that said. Obviously, she hadn't been very true with, uh, with uh, Mr. Uwuchukus. I hadn't told him that she had five kids. She he knew her, she was a mother. You know, you know she had five. I mean, you were having this sort of emotional affair with this guy. The guy has no idea exactly how much you're coming with. And so that was interesting. Yeah, it was very, it was very. I'm like, you guys know yeah. this talk. Nobody talked about children. Like you guys, you didn't ask her. She's wearing a wedding ring. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I suppose they were enamored by each other's um, company. I guess. Actually, yeah, I don't know. He, I thought his character was quite good though. I thought there's something, there's something kind of like really suave about his character. I thought, I thought he played that really well. 
um, the delivery of his because lines and all that. So, I mean, we'll talk about the characters later, but sorry? They didn't make him look like a bad guy, which was really good. Which, that was very interesting. That was very, very interesting. That was a very layered and uh, nuanced character. Um, every other person was kind of like really cliche. Mm. He was the only one that I thought, hmm. Yeah, so we're going to go into the characters very shortly. But quickly, what did you think about the portrayal of um, Nigel? I just found this infantilization of, I mean, he's 21. He's not a child. Yes, he's a young person, right? But his mom is hitting him on the head. I'm like, he's a grown ass man. Like, why are we treating him like he's a secondary school child? Hansi, he's African. Thank you, sister. That's a lot good. God bless you. <laughs> and he lives in her house. I'm like, Nigel is into stuff and allow him. He's into stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was a bit worrying. I think and I think I think that's one of the things. I think that's one of the things that you might be touching on there, Tolu. They kind of demonized that to make it look as if something had gone wrong in his head because of the sort of relationship that he'd had. And I thought, okay, I'm not really sure why he's going crazy and why you're sending him to relatives in Nigeria. But there's something about a 15-year-old girl in the house as well. Did he have sex with her? I thought that that was a bit like me. <laughs> Just make it stop. <laughs> I didn't really like that. I didn't really. I, I didn't get that one. To be I fair, I quite the, the the scene that they had together in when she went to look for him at home. I thought that was quite charged. I thought there was something about it that that I that I understood um, almost like you know there was that there was, there was still something in the air which she felt but didn't want, but which he felt and thought there was still a chance there. Um, so, so that was interesting. But yeah, and his mother's character as well. And sorry, we're going to go into character later. But yeah, he was let's, let's Let's get into character. So go, go ahead. Character. Um, I, thought, I thought his character was fine. Um, there was something about that, um, oh, I don't know, maybe it was a mental breakdown or something that didn't quite explain where, where that was coming from. Um, but he acted his part well. He was in love. His mom's character as well, you know, the disgruntled, um, offended uh, mother, African mother who was protecting her son, but also quite scandalized. Scandal, scandalized. Protecting, but also, uh, I'm like, he's a man. Like, deal with him as a man. Like, the kind of conversations yeah. you're having with him on this whole thing. I mean, just imagine if I'm a mother and I have a 21-year-old son, right? And I found out that he was having sex with an older woman there's a video and there's whips involved and all that. It's not, so it's not about that. Well, okay, I'm speaking for myself, right? I think. Is, is, <laughs> is it about the sex though? Or are you having conversations about, okay, are you being safe? You know, are you, you know, and, and, and not having it be about so not sending you off so the continent. Yeah, you know, I, I thought this is not a child. We're not talking about- I, I get I get that, but that's, that's a very Western approach. That's a very Western uh, parenting style. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I can I can totally understand her being completely scandalized <laughs> and refusing to accept it and refusing to deal with it in a constructive or healthy way. Um, the, what do I think about the other characters? Uh, Richard RMD's character was, and I think you guys mentioned it was almost as if they, they dropped him in there just to draw the African crowd a little bit, I think. I mean, he did have a good storyline. Um, but again, I'm, I'm done with all these obsession with wealth. You don't know what he did. You don't know where he got his money from. And then, 
don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sold. Okay, but let's talk about the three, the three, the three women themselves. I, I quite like. Let me ask you this question about the three yeah. women, right? Did you feel like they were different? Did you feel anything differentiated those three characters, the main characters? That's actually what I was going to say. Okay. I, I think so, you know, I think so. I think they could have done, and this is, I don't know if this is the wrong thing to say, but I think they could have done something about the way they looked, about casting them to be completely different with the way they looked, I mean, body type. Um, but I think in terms of character, I think they pulled it off. They, you would always imagine that there would be one friend who would be the goody two shoes, and that's the one, that's the woman who had some reservations or some inhibitions uh, with sex. Sorry? With the fertility issues, um, Akasi. Yes. Akasi. Um, and then there's the wild one who's Didi. Um, and the third one who's kind of like the homely mothering type. Uh, I've forgotten her name now. Asayi. Asayi, yes. So I, I, th I think they played off against each other well. Um, yeah, I, th I think they played, against, played off against each other well. I don't know why they introduced the uh, the freak. Is that, is that name? The freak bong woman. The freak bong woman. The lawyer. Oh yeah, what was her name again? Um, yeah, but I, really you, you didn't think she you didn't think she was relevant. I think it was interesting. It was, it was, I thought she it was, 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 it was. It was an interesting choice, but again, I was bored. It felt like oh, I'm going to bring on this other uh, big African Ghanaian name, and she's going to come and she's going to play a part. So that's the way it felt like. It felt like, oh, we're going to bring RMT and they were going to bring uh, the girl that did skin. Yeah, oh, you know, it just yeah. felt like, safe. oh, I'm going to plug this person. I'm going to, and it's going to be a cast of beautiful people. Like, that's what it felt like as opposed to proper casting. You know, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. Sorry? First of all, you think that they're a cast of beautiful people, which is, you know, that's a very un-Western on western perspective which i love about this one of the things i loved about this movie like it was a cast of beautiful african people and it was it was a a nice i think perspective with body body types they're all these are all women who can be considered plus size yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. in hollywood anyways they'll be considered yeah. plus but for me it was like okay i didn't feel these are like african women this is what Ghanaians yes. look like that, and this is how they look. So to me, it was really great that, you know, you have women who are really plus size, women who are like really average size, and they're just like, yeah. And I like that about this movie, that it wasn't full of skinny human beings. No, but that's the thing. That, but, they, but still to the point that they all looked the same, in my mind. Yeah. Not, not like the same, the same, but I don't know. They, they were all just beautiful people. Do you get it? I said, I'd like to see somebody that... Let them have their day, you know. But that's, we should have movies like that. Yeah, we have movies. We should have movies that have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't. We don't. We're not. Uh, I mean, we. I, I, yeah, we do have. But Ghanaians in particular tend to actually be far a lot more curvy than Nigerian women. In like this is very generalized statement, yeah. but yeah. in general, they they tend to like they're built. Yeah, built women. Um, and so you tend, I, it's a good representative of what their society is like. And I, I don't find fault. I won't fault the movie for that at all, because I mean, you'll get, you get variety, but in this, like, if you have three, I mean, you see a circle of friends and they're like three very curvy women hanging out and yes, we should have that. And it shouldn't be like, 
these are curvy women. Hey, 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 notice, notice, it's notice. Just, it's just, just women. It's just three. It's just, three women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like that about this movie. Yes, and also, I think Jocelyn Dumas was the only person who had a lighter skin tone. Everybody else was like medium brown and darker. Yeah. It just broke all the conventional Hollywood and in some way Nollywood um, conventions, pretty much, right? Like, wait, skinny, it's lighter skin to some extent. I mean, definitely. Except they were all wealthy. Well, <laughs> well, well, no, they weren't all wealthy, but um, one There's couple. Any, there was actors, any one person that wasn't wealthy. Yeah, who, I, I love the, the actor that played Fela. I thought he was great. Like the things that he could do with his eyes, you know, I, Gideon, like we said, um, I feel like those two, even Chris Atto, I thought was pretty good in this film. You guys are looking at me oh. like, no, 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 I agree with you. I think all, I think all the men were, were really good. The men did not come to play. No, I thought all the men were really good. And I thought even when, even when they were interacting with one another, and that wasn't a lot, I mean, there was, yeah. a, there was a phone, there was a telephone um, conversation. Um, and even that, I thought, yeah, these guys feel and look and sound like genuine friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 thought, I thought all the men were good. I thought their, their acting was on point. I thought the parts where they were supposed to look pained and struggling with some, some level of their masculinity and the, the pressure on them, I thought they pulled that off really well. RMD did the same thing as well, especially when he was confronting his daughter with, you know, the, the number of times. I thought that was actually quite cool when he was saying um, something, something, thousand letters, this, yeah. that. I thought that was actually quite, I mean, it was a bit Western to be fair, because I'm not really sure we have time to be counting the number of letters, but it was, <laughs> it was it good. It was, it was good. It worked. I felt yeah. this, you know. It worked, it worked. But Beverly Again, they were I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? I said again, they were all rich, huh? so I don't know. They had financial issues. But going back to this, I mean, I just thought it was great to see these women and the wardrobe is fantastic. They look awesome, you know, doing their thing. They're, they're working. They're, they're, they're separate from their husbands. You know, they're separate yeah. individuals. They're individuals on their own, right? And I just feel like it was different. It was great to see that. Real quick, the aspirational aspect of, uh, of our Africa movies. Okay, I mean, not everything. We cannot make everything about it. I, let them have aspiration. So at least, is it, the rich also cry. Let them have that, please. Okay, okay. okay. It was great I think their interaction as well was something that I'm not sure. I don't know. It, it didn't... It didn't like I said, you know, like, like I always say, I like gist. And I didn't feel like, I mean, they, they tried to have like gist between them and that friendship, the banter. And I don't know whether it was a thing about scripting or something, but it was just a bit, I liked them individually. I didn't really like them together. It was, it was quite samey to me. And I think that's my problem. It was all quite samey. The yes. delivery, yes. yeah. I agree with you there. And that's why I brought up that question. I felt like, these characters are the same. Like it didn't, I didn't feel like there was enough that differentiated them. And so I understand, you know, from a visual perspective, yes, maybe having different appearances might have helped maybe. But yeah, at some point you're like, is that, which one is that? Which one is that? I mean, they really look the same. And yeah. their lives didn't seem particularly super different either and the issues that they were dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's talk quickly about Beverly Naya. I mean, it was a very small role. 
but I know we talked in the past about not seeing, like seeing her in very, very typecast, right? And I actually liked her in this role. What did you guys think? She wasn't, she wasn't playing, you know, the, the snobby girlfriend or the oh, she, was, she was playing the snotty daughter instead, I mean. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> pretty much the same thing. She wasn't playing the snobby girlfriend, it's the snobby yeah. daughter. That's I true. mean, those are degrees of separation here. I mean, <laughs> I, felt, I thought she was fine. I think she, I mean, she pulled it off well. She has the, uh, the, the haughty persona to pull it off. But again, I think, you know, because the topic wasn't really, I mean, really explored, they just had, oh, okay, she's, she's, she had one come to Jesus moment and then all everything was fine. Mm, again, yeah. I think the writing served her, so, but she was good. She was fine. Oh, my goodness. Who else rolled their eyes when she said, do you know he missed my first recital? I'm like, go on, sit down. Come on, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Missed my first recital. I'm eating bowels. I forget how to fear. Recital. <laughs> and lovely where? children are having recitals. Ah, uh-uh, come on now. Please. Number one, number one. He missed my first one. Really, that's a thing. At your 40 something years age, <laughs> that's you had that. <laughs> but hey, first of all, if, by the way, did we have recitals? When we had school, what, what, what did we have? It was like a music, we have music day or whatever. Yeah, no, you have recitals. No, you have recitals. You do have recitals. But at her, it, it wasn't true to the... It wasn't true in the sense that if we think about her age and think about how far back she was, she must have been doing that, you know, when she it must have been in the 80s or something, right? So maybe the 90s. Let's say the 90s. It must be in the 90s. Come on. As in, it would be normal for your father not to be at your recital. Please let me hear a word. And if he wasn't, and you were hurt, it wouldn't be something that you hold on to. Now, if she had said, he missed all my recitals, mm. you know, and you were a musician, that would make sense. But it just felt like, oh, please, must we copy everything we would? So I didn't yeah. like that line. The other, about her acting and her role, though, I agree with you. I do think she tends to be given that um, the posh, snotty girlfriend thing. But having seen her in Skin, which is another one that we, her documentary, I realized that she's actually, it must mean that she's actually a really good actress. Unfortunately, they just keep typecasting her maybe because of the way she looks and because they've seen her in a, in a particular role previously. But you would think that that's how she was in real life. And I don't think that's how she's, she is in real life, which means she's acting. She's really acting. And it's just, I think, what, what we should then be asking for for her is for her to take on more, um, I don't know, more versatile roles in the future that can show her breadth and depth of, yeah. of skill. Absolutely. Are the opportunities there, though? What? Sorry? Are the opportunities there for her, though? Are there opportunities for her? Well, it's yeah. Like, so that's, how... the question. that's the question we're throwing out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking about ETR roles, right? Well, also, yeah. the movie was long. Mm. It was long. It was long. So at some point, yeah, I mean, it was difficult. Their problem just kept feeling very repetitive. Mm. Um, so nobody was moving forward anywhere. I mean... Yes, she's having an emotional affair. Oh yeah, move it. Okay, no, she's moved into another room. We get it. Move on. <laughs> They're fighting. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, yeah. The pacing. The next character for me was almost the worst of them all because I didn't. That resolution to the conflict was just. And to me, okay, that's I think the worst. I, what I didn't, what I enjoyed least about it was that. It just felt like the last 20 minutes was, oh, yeah, 
this movie has to finish now. Let's get let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> so I wanted to talk real quick about the locations, the homes. Do they feel lived in? What did you think? I felt like they felt like locations. They're beautiful, they're gorgeous, and I mean they saw some excellent, you know. My goodness. The shots were beautiful. Stunning. Again, it felt like yeah, we're quickly borrowing somebody's house. That's how it felt. And Chris Atto's character, Larry and um, Asaye, were they living in the U.S.? Because that was the U.S. for sure. That was even I looked outside the window at one point. I said, "That is fall leaf outside their window. That leaf is orange." <laughs> yeah. And, so no, because whether it was Canada or the U.S. or whatever, it felt oh, yeah. very, yeah. Uh, very and very American. The house and the layout and everything. It was not Yes. Uh, Ghana can have buildings like that now. What do you mean? Mm-mm. The leaves don't turn orange in okay. Ghana. We are evergreen. Yeah. I live in Ghana. I literally live in Ghana. Did you live in Ghana in the fall? <laughs> I lived in Ghana for six years. What you All right, okay. I live, I live. <laughs> we have four minutes left. Okay, so um, okay. favorite. No, okay. Okay, but I go. think it's my name. Yes, Asheye and um, whatever his name is. Oh, is it Asheye and not Aseye? It's It Could be Aseye. I'm just like Yoruba's. The S is it, <laughs> whatever. All right, but I think they, they they were in the U.S. But at some point, didn't they all meet up in one place? Anyways, but, um, and then the other two couples were in in Ghana. Yeah, I, don't know. I can't remember. But that house that Gideon was getting, Gideon Okeke's character was getting for his side piece. Lovely. 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 Yeah. Mountain. Like, I want that house for myself. Where can I go get Lovely. Even Didi's house, where they brought the news to her, where the, um, even that her house that seemed, that had like a, a telescope somewhere. It, it looked like it was on a mountain, side of a mountain as well. That was stunning. Yeah. Um, RMD's house as well. That was that was lovely. That was lovely. Yeah. So some love, some lovely, some lovely, lovely. Shout out to Ghana architecture. I know. Yes. It was really gorgeous. It was. It was. It was. Beautiful. Okay. Quickly, I want to talk about some quick favorite scenes. If you had any funny moments, any moments that 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 where you felt something. Guys, come on now. Remember in the beginning when she was saying, I'm having good sex in the restaurant? And the waiter was like ready to well, take it back. back. I didn't feel much. I didn't feel I much. I remember that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, BME. Sorry, I was, just, I was just saying I didn't feel much. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I caught it, but I, I caught because I, I could. The setup was there, so I felt it coming. Once you had the waiter leaning over while they were having such an Im- intimate conversation, I'm not sure how many African women would do that, Sha. Right. You have a strange man pouring your tea, and then you'd be having a conversation about what is happening in your bedroom. But it like- works. And then another thing that they did, the, the way they kind of planted and pay off when they talked about the. When they were at the spa, right? And somebody in the past, I guess, was suicidal because of the shot called her boyfriend with two women right yeah, yeah, yeah. about tying their legs together and then you know i love that i love that was a nice touch and that was a nice thing yeah what I, one of the things i really liked about this film as well was that she the filmmaker was very clear about what the story was and she was very focused i feel like one of the issues that we've had with some of the other films that we've discussed right is that 
you're doing too much within the film, right? I was just telling you, BME, you're doing, a, so you're discussing the films within the film. It's so much. And in this case, it was very straightforward, you know, and BME, you were saying something. Yeah, so I was saying uh, it makes sense. You're right. It was very clear where she was going. There was no dilly-dallying whatsoever. On the other hand, it wasn't, it, I would have liked to see a little bit more creativity, a little bit more nuance, a little bit more, you know, um, maybe not dilly-dallying is the word, but just a little bit more, not as opposed to That's just, fine. this is we were telling the story, just we're going here. This is where I'm going with, the, with, the, with this uh, storyline. Um, just spend some time, you know, give it a little bit more love and a little bit more, hold some things back, you know, use suspense, uh, use maybe, I don't know, the score, use the acting, something to get us on edge a little bit or at least have some empathy for um, the characters. For me, it was clear from the start, okay, this is the one who's kind of like the liberated sexual potential predator. This is the one who is the airhead who is... A, you know, leaving everything to her husband, and this is the one who just doesn't really know whether she wants to be married or not. That's how I mean, it took a while for me to that, that's kind of you know, obviously, just being a little bit masochist, or what's the word, um, well, in describing did, their characters. Did you, root, did you root for the couple? I didn't, I didn't root for anything because I knew it was all going to work out in the end. That's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> I was rooting particularly for Fela and um, Akasi. Yeah. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel anything for them because I kind of knew, like we said, it, yeah, okay, we've heard these stories before and I knew it was going to work out in the end. I knew nothing interesting. No, nothing, not, nothing interesting. I knew where it was going from the start. Mm-hmm. You could predict the end because I, and that, that's the thing for me, right, is that we all, that everything from the beginning, you knew everything was going to happen happily ever after. I even knew that she was going to be pregnant at the end of this movie. But from the first, I knew that that, that the, everybody who, like when once she said she wanted a sixth child, I knew that was gonna happen. I knew once she said she was trying to have a baby, she's like, oh my god, I'm feeling sick. I knew that was going to happen. I mean, there was there was nothing surprising. Mm-hmm. I, I already knew what was gonna happen at the end. Mm-hmm. How they got there in the middle was okay. She was having that, you know, she was seeing somebody else, or actually two of them were seeing other people. That was interesting. Yeah. Two of the women were seeing other. Um, but I, everything felt, you know, no matter what happens, to go back to your husband. No matter what happens, your last relationship last. is going to end up fine. Yeah. <laughs> really last, last. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, speaking of the, the, the people, the women who were having relationships with other people other than their husbands, I can't say surprise me, right? Because she had said in the beginning that she wasn't sexual. She didn't feel like she was very, a very sexual person. But then she initiated that kiss with Taylor. Was that his name? Taylor, John DeMello's character. And I thought that was interesting. I'm like, hmm, okay. Everyone is sexual. Are you not sexual? Are you just not spinning sexual towards your husband? Ibemi, what did you say? (laughs) I said everyone is sexual under the right circumstances. Ah. (laughs) I don't know if that was an intentional, um, you know, an intention of the film. I have no idea whether what I just said is facts. I just said it because it's a bit good. I don't know if that's where they were going. But again, I didn't care. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's a deeper problem because I, I really didn't, I, I I didn't care about. There was no, uh, no point in any of the storytelling. (laughs) I feel that I need to follow this story to the end. Like if you, I could. This is one of those movies. I'll watch the beginning, fast forward, and watch the end, and I, I can sort of guess what happened. Everything that happened in the middle. 
I like this film. No, no. I mean, it was it was okay. It was okay to watch. And um, there's there's another storyline that I'm sure. I don't know if you guys kind of rolled your internal eyes or actual eyes when it happened, but um, uh, Stella, is that her name? The lawyer. Flora, Flora. Flora. Um, so when, when, when Didi walked in, I was like, I don't know if you remember me. She's like, I remember you, the woman that was having an affair with my husband. And that, again, was predictable. The point they were trying to make there was women don't fight other women, fights the men who are <laughs> Like, eh, you know, this is the sensible woman. Like, oh, women always go after the woman that their husband or the girl that their husband is having an affair with. That should never be your person. The person you should be attacking is the husband. Okay, we've heard. That's kind of the point. There was no need oh, for I that. didn't even get that. Yeah, I, don't I, I was wondering, idea. though. So was Sam the husband? I'm con- I was no, no, no. no. There was some, somebody oh, random. Somebody else. Oh. No, because... Did he, did he is a bad chick. Yeah, so Diddy was like this. The setup at the beginning was like she was a... And I'm guessing this is from part one. She mm-hmm. was, she was again. She's the sexually liberated, liberated one who had, who was, who could, who flitted around. I mean, she was, she, she had, she had multiple partners, according to Africa. And this is where I wish I had watched the first one because I, I think there's a little bit more background yeah. to the characters that would have allowed us to understand a little bit more of what was going on in the second movie. True. What did you think about the pastor? I felt like he was kind of the voice of the filmmaker in some ways. You know, that sermon that he gave, you know, yeah. about people being free and people being afraid of being judged. And as a result, they didn't show their true selves, you know. So I, I, thought, I thought that was, again, it was on the nose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I, you will okay. not miss this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, can't, you can't miss what the filmmaker is trying do, to do. Do you remember the, the movie, by the way, and Brothers, where they go like, message? <laughs> <laughs> Where if something obvious happens, go just say, in case you missed it, message. <laughs> that was a message point. That really was a message. But yeah. you know what? This, I mean, this is interesting because we're having this film conversation we're having is also in real life. We're talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith going. I mean, they, they had a big. Um, incident recently and we we i mean we've all been gobbling all of this up and we're having a conversation about you know women and their sexuality partners and their sexuality marriages and what they need to go through and people who make it who decide to make it work blah 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 blah. and so i i find it very interesting that we're watching this movie now and we we know it's fiction but at the same time it can reflect someone's reality yep absolutely thank you for bringing that up actually yeah I don't know how I don't know how I feel about that um, whole Jada and Will thing, because I just don't think it's anyone's business. I, I feel so strongly about this. Like, so it happened. I, I'm of the opinion that okay, so he gave him permission, not give him permission, blah blah blah. For those of you that are following the story, I think they should have just been like, so is there any? I don't have to explain myself. Um, Having said that, I don't know if you guys watched the the red table talk, the table talk that they had. I watched. I thought it, it was. I, I thought it was. I thought it was powerful. Me too. I thought they didn't hide. If they were acting, that was brilliant acting. That's excellent storytelling. I, I don't think they hid their their pain or their healing or how they felt about it. Um, and they said some things that I thought this is this this is what love is in my from my perspective. It's understanding. Sometimes I don't want you. I want something else. <laughs> 
But do you know what? I have made a commitment to you and guess what? I'm going to stick by it. And actually we'll look back and be like, now I want you. Not like now I want you because now you've made me feel good, but more like I'm glad we're over that. We're in a better place. It's going to be tough. We're not perfect, but we've made this commitment to each other. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, you know, anyway. But isn't, isn't that what Asay, Asay did <laughs> in a way? Yes, in a sense, that's what she did. And she found herself. I mean, the and question, though, you know, the question you'd ask, though, is did they come back because they found themselves or because, because they found, they understood that they have an issue and they faced up to it? Or did they come back because, oh, I've tested it out there and it's not as good as what I had? There's a big difference. Because chances are that if you came back because I've tested out there, it's not as good, or I'm now pregnant, yeesh, he doesn't want a sex child, so I have to come back. If that's why you came back, then you always find another reason to go back out. On the other hand, Jada put her hand up and said, I was in a bad place. I wanted to heal. I was codependent. Um, and, you know, I did something and actually I found myself, I've healed, and this is where I want to be. It's, I think it's slightly different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with you. That I think that would have been a stronger storyline for Didi, mm. as opposed to making it like something she did something shameful. Um, and what, what I like, what I from what I've seen, and I haven't watched the Red Table, um, but from what I've seen of of Jada and what I've heard of Jada, she's she's not remorseful about what happened. She 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 accepts that this is part of her journey to where she is now, and she doesn't yeah. regret it. Um, not that it's not something she wishes she had done because I mean she I, I think and I think there's a little bit there's still a little, little bit of conflict and conflict resolution that needs to happen between her and Will Smith because from again from little snippets I've seen Will Smith looks rather pained and in, in he looks like he is in pain um, and she is more blase and more like you know I, not I just blase she looks very good <laughs> she looked great in that video compared to him she looks like she has moved does she send why should she send anybody <laughs> oh mom, we have I mean she looks glammed yeah. up he looked like he had been crying I don't know if that's true or not but yeah he did look pained yes he looked better as the as the video I mean it's a ten minute video but 12, I mean twelve minutes twelve. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it, it means it's not. But he looked beat up. Um, but for me, I think this is—it's an interesting thing because I actually think the parallels between this movie and um, that video, because again, for me, the movie was more about these women and their agency when it came to came to their relationships and sexuality. And Jada Pinkett is actually a very good sort of real life example of what these women were doing. I mean, they weren't—they they didn't really seek their husband's permission before they did anything, they were making choices. Do I want to go and have a drink with this guy? My husband is not good. Am I going to be, you know, sort of, you know, veering in towards intimacy with this guy? I'm making these decisions. I'm, and, you know, for good or for ill, they were making these informed choices. So, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I think it's a very good um, art predicting life in a way. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So people are I, people I, I are talking good. about look if we look at August, right? August who is who's kind of set everything off. Um mm. and Nigel's characters. And we're talking about earlier I was talking about infantilizing younger men, but who are men, yeah. right? If you look at that, a lot of people are saying that August she she preyed on him, she took advantage of him. But is that really true? 
So for August, for my thing is that he, again, it's a very eerie parallel because August seems to have had issues that she was helping him work through and then they fell into a relationship. I don't know whether he was, whether he had healed from his issues or he had worked through his issues and then they fell into a relationship. I think that's the, where the friction is in that he was still somebody who wasn't, yes, he was a full-fledged, he's an adult and he can make these decisions, but he was in somewhat incapacitated by either whether he was on drugs or he was emotionally, whatever, distraught. And I guess human beings are always going to be, nobody is in the perfect frame of mind before they enter a relationship. They're always going to have some issues, but it's, it depends on, again, on how broken the person is. And apparently he was quite a broken person at that point in his life. Obviously, I don't think he's completely well now because he still seems to have, he still seems um, yeah. a little unstable. But well, so, so you're she, saying that you, you think she, she, she took advantage of a situation? I think they were, I mean, I don't think they were, they were people in there, they were fully fledged, but I think she, she had more power in the situation and she shouldn't have yes. been involved. She shouldn't have gotten involved with him. I mean, there, she was, was broken and she was having issues, but it, it, yeah. I don't know. It's difficult there was an it. imbalance in power. There's an imbalance yeah. in power. So that would always come to play that if she take advantage of him or not. But then, and I think if this was the other way around, and I'm sure you guys have heard this argument, if it was the guy, if she was gay and he was a girl, then that imbalance of power would have been more... Pronounced. We, we would, we, yeah, it would have been more pronounced. We wouldn't be having this conversation. We'll just assume, well, he, he, yeah, he just took advantage of that. No, but, but you're really right. Not- yeah. Yeah, a 20-year-old model dating, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Johnny Depp or whoever, or, you know. Yeah, no, but it's different, kind of, though, because, because what, what we're saying is that the relationship was born out of, oh, I'm here to help you. So it's kind of like the yes. same power play between a lecturer and a student. So yeah. even, if, even if that student is in, you know, of age, you, there's still a strong imbalance there that yeah. they should probably have waited for, you know, that imbalance to source itself out a little bit before you know jumping into a relationship in which case jada's jada and august's um that would never have happened so yes i do think there was some sort of imbalance but i don't think she was a predator um i think she took advantage of her position but not knowingly she didn't go in thinking ah i'm gonna smash that yeah exactly i don't think that's what happened but i think she she let herself be caught up in Pull it. into it yes yeah. and she i mean she she was the one who should have made the decision not to enter i mean of of yeah. the two people in that got into yeah. it she was in a better position to say like look this isn't going to going to be healthy for either of us yeah again and I, kind of and her toy boy or boy yeah. toy again i mean you have somebody who's really young who really doesn't i mean in 19 20 21 yes you're you're coming into your your like a sexual being and you're making these decisions but again if you're ha- you're dating somebody who's way more experienced than you are um there there's some emotional choices that people are making that you don't even have the tools to begin to understand yeah. um and you know for Didi and her i think he that younger man she was dating i think he had emotional issues that were exacerbated by their relationship and i don't think 
she was able to deal with that. And so she, she kind of broke it off in a manner yeah. that pushed him over the edge. But he was still self-aware enough to realize that, you know, it wasn't completely her fault. And so he sent the tape yeah. out. So there was, a, there was some confusing messages in there about what was going on with their relationship and him and his frame of mind. Um, but in the end, I, I, I don't think they handled that, that whole sort of um, um, thread well because he was still, he was so torn up about her and he's, but he was at the same time, he was still letting his mom railroad her to try and destroy her. But then again, he was still, you know, cognizant enough to be able to say, I'm going to send the full tape out to show that yeah. we, we reversed roles. So again, I think that sort of friction in the storyline wasn't really well resolved. But yeah, go ahead, guys. Now let's look at um, so Will and Jada. I feel like I'm trying to look at what couple mirrors them in in the film. Like, who, did anyone have these kinds of? Because obviously, for them to come onto the red table, right? Like they had a they had conversations, and I'm sure they'd have gone back and forth and kind of worked things out between them. And I think that's what we were saying, right? In terms of the storytelling of the film, where they just kind of jump to the end and everything is wrapped yeah. up. But we don't see those conversations. You know, she just, she's, we don't see, we don't see Fela and um, Akasi talk about, you know, this thing, you know, you want children, yeah. you're trying to have children. I am not feeling very sexual. You want to have, you know, in the end, they didn't talk about that. She just kind of came back and that, that was the end, right? Yeah. Do you know, do you know, and that's interesting because Something as simple as, and I don't know, this is obviously benefits of hindsight and the fact that I'm not doing it, so it's easy for me to say, but something as simple as having a similar catchphrase to that which Jada and Will Smith have, which is um, something about... Bad marriages for life or whatever. Bad marriage. Yeah, bad, mar bad marriage for life, whatever. But that thing, it resonated with me so strongly. And if they had introduced something like that, some sort of banter between you know, any one of those couples at the very start... Um, which they then sort of hold on to at the end to say, okay, this is how we came to this resolution. We've had these various conversations, but we know in the end, like I have, I have a, a group of um, my two really close friends, they're twins. And we, there's this thing that we say, this is going to sound really corny. I don't know if I should even be saying it now, but um, above any, any misunderstanding. And I, I don't know what brought it about. So even now, like if, you know, if it's been a long time or maybe there's something you know, like above any misunderstanding, you know, and it means something. The moment you say it, it ties you back to something else. And then you have worked, you have automatically, without sitting down and talking about it, you automatically worked through your issues. And that would have been an excellent way to sort of break, you know, without showing the whole thing. You, you sown the seed at the start and then just hold on to it at the end to say, ah, now I get you. Perfect picture. You know, something along those lines uh, would have helped. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Because, because the, the, in 12 minutes, the Smiths told us an entire story of four and a half years ago and the turmoil that they went through and the resolution. We don't know the details, but in, 12, in a 12-minute video, I felt like I went through with them and I totally understand their resolution, their resolve to stay together. Absolutely. And you know, you might have missed this, but Will Smith, it seems like Will Smith was also stepping out too, this whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said she alluded to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which again is brilliant storytelling. He's like, oh, I wanted to hurt you. She's like, oh, but you got me back. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. fair point. That's it. Done and dusted. You, you know? know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> so then Will Smith didn't need to look so broken. This whole thing was being discussed. I don't know about that brokenness, Sha. 
He looks stressed. He look, he there's something like, at this. I, I think he looked like he had been crying. I don't know that he looked, yeah. but he looked like he had been crying. But here's the thing. Why? Because obviously they would, have, they would have seen that and edited the footage and sent it out knowing that he looked like that. So it was either deliberate to say, look like this, so we can send it out, or they're telling another story there. And it could, it could be anything. Maybe he's the one that is incredibly private and maybe the pain that he's feeling is not this pain of what happened, but the fact that, that I can't believe I have to actually tell these people this. Like, it's none of their business, but I have to wait on, I don't know, some greater good, which I personally don't see. And that's, maybe that's the conflict. Because I don't think it's the same conflict that, that we think is eating him. Is eating. So for me, I think they had to have this, this is an aside, but I think they had to have this red table talk for branding purposes. Because, you know, especially for a red table and Jada's brand, I mean, they, they have this almost radical honesty thing going on, which yeah. is a core part of Jada's brand. And I think that this conversation needed to be had to sort of, dispel any but jada you have your own problems why don't you talk about you know what yeah, you're doing yeah, so this yeah. is like they they didn't really like they didn't really tell us anything that you know was groundbreakingly you know but it, it it resolves a lot of issues for them for her brand and for their brand going forward um and you know they, nobody can question them now i don't think um august can say whatever he wants i mean they've said their piece um and they can move on and i think it allows them to draw a line in the sand which is great for them so let's um wrap it up what do you guys think recommend not recommend i say if you're having a boring saturday and there's nothing to do just put it on while you're cooking or something well good job they, a lot of work went into it so it's worth i'll definitely say it's worth watching but don't expect too much if you're into african movies this is your thing you should definitely watch it Right, and I think you should watch it. Yeah, again, it's a long watch. I don't know that it's anything original, but it's, it was interesting, interesting enough. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Thank you again for joining us this week. Uh, we just talked about the perfect picture 10 years later. All right, see you next time. Deuces.